Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Still Giggs goes. He's through. He scored. Ryan Giggs. He's at the goal. That's funny. Welcome to the latest episode of the Stradicast. My name is Dale O'Donnell and we're back producing podcasts again. This time we're discussing the supposed tension between Jose Mourinho and Paul Pogba. United's record signing um, is supposedly upset with the system Manchester United are playing under on, on Mourinho. He feels being played out of position. And Mourinho, I suppose, get feels that, look, if the player is going to learn than me, he does what I tell him to do. Um... Mourinho has substituted Pogba in recent performances, maybe due to not playing at the required standard or um, struggling with, say, fitness or knocks. Roy Keane has waited on debate. Paul Scholes had his views on Paul Pogba. But we speak to Johnny Escott today. Um, Johnny gives his views on the whole situation. And to be honest, it, it, it's a different view to mine, but it still makes for interest and listening. So give us a tweet after the show. Let us know what you think. You can follow us at Stretty News. Enjoy the Stretty Cast and we'll speak to you again soon. Thanks for listening. So Johnny's a very good friend of mine. I spoke to Johnny for years. He had me produce um, a podcast, a United podcast, some years ago. So he has some experience doing this kind of thing. Johnny, we're talking about Pogba today. Just to get your side of the argument, there's either a... There's obviously some tension between Mourinho and Pogba and there's people discussing whether on the... The Mourinho trailer, the Pogba trailer, maybe sitting on the fence a small bit. Where do you stand? Um, I, I'm firmly in Mourinho's corner, mate, to be fair. I mean, you know what you're getting with Mourinho. He, he's not going to get on with every player, but did Fergie. I mean, Fergie had a number of bust-ups with massive players. I mean, you look at Beckham, Stamp, most notably. Um, and if, if there is anything in this with Mourinho and Pogba, then, it's just one of those things that I think the players got to deal with. At the end of the day, 
Mourinho's record speaks for itself. He's won numerous trophies wherever he's gone. Um, and then on the other hand, Pogba's class speaks for himself. But I think a player's never going to be big enough for the club. And I think in the long term, will Mourinho or Pogba be better for the club? I think you've got to say Mourinho. I mean, he knows what he's doing. I think Pogba just needs to maybe buy into what he's trying to do. Because at the end of the day, Mourinho's not trying to ruin Pogba. Mourinho's trying to better him. And if he doesn't like it, then he's getting paid hundreds of thousands of pounds a week. And I think he's just got to take his head from out of his own arse and maybe just get on with it. And if he doesn't like it, bite down his tongue, work harder and do what the manager says. Because at the end of the day, the manager's doing that because he thinks it's going to benefit the team. And if Pogba's throwing his dummy out because he's not playing as far forward as he wants, even though I do agree with him that he shouldn't be playing as deep as he is, um, then he's just got to take it. Because uh, it might even be a case of Mourinho might, might have just said, look, we've not got really anyone who can do that job alongside Matic at the moment. Um, just see it out to the end of the season and we'll try and get a proper box-to-box midfielder. And obviously we can push him higher. Uh, we'll push Pogba higher. Um, but yeah, I, I think you've just got to stick with Mourinho and if, if Pogba wants to act a baby about it, then we'll let him go on the subs bench. Let him... Let him do what he wants like that. Treat him like a baby if he's gonna if he's gonna act like a baby. So yeah, that's probably my opinion on it. It's just it's just the thing with Mourinho with different clubs, and this has happened elsewhere, and it's always kind of ended as a bit of a disaster. When you say who's better for Man United, say down the line, long term, I find it hard to side with Mourinho because he's not, he's never been a long term coach. Nah, yeah, I, I agree with that. But at the same time, one Paul Pogba isn't going to make as much impact as one Jose Mourinho, if you can see where mm. I'm coming from. Yeah. Like he's only he's, he's one player in 11 players on the pitch. There's 10 other people on the pitch that can change the game. If Pogba has an off game, we could still win a game 8-0. But if Mourinho has an off game, we lose that game. Well, the, the, one, you, the one fight I find very hard to chew is... We went out, and Pogba is United's record signing. Um, yeah. We went out and signed Paul Pogba, who quite clearly is a, a modern-day number eight, an attack-type attack midfielder. Yeah. He, he's been asked to play kind of a, to track runners or kind of a disciplined role beside Matic. Now, I'm looking at a player this season who's arguably the best player in Premier League is Kevin De Bruyne. And I think yeah. if he played for Man United... Would he be allowed to play that kind of Roman role, or would he be asked to have defensive duties? And I don't even get the best out of him. I'm thinking Paul Pogba is a player that the team should be built around. We should let flourish, and I don't think Mourinho is allowing that happen. So I can see where he's frustrated. But I also agree with you in terms that when a young player comes to a big club like Man United under one of the best managers of our generation, that he should, when he's told to do something, is listen and get on with it. But it is definitely harming his development that he's been asked to do something that I don't think he's able to do. Yeah, I agree. But I think, on the other hand, I think the reason why he might be playing that deep is because of Mourinho's lack of confidence with the defence. I mean, mm. let, let's be honest, Smalling and Jones have looked Sunday league like these past few games. Smalling, every time he gets on the ball, he looks like Bambi on ice. Jones, just <laughs> every time he goes near a play, thinking, oh no, what's he going to do now? <laughs> They had the pants pulled down at Spurs. They didn't just have a bad game. They, Spurs, don't get me wrong, Spurs going forward are a top quality side, but they look stupid. 
I'm, I, I play football now and then myself, and I genuinely think I could have done a better job on Larry Kane than Jones and Smalling did. And I'm not a centre back. I'm six foot. I'm about fucking eleven stone. Does it, would but if they were that would, bad? Would, as a defender, would it fill you with much confidence having Pogba in that role when he, he can't really track players? Like I, I seen someone put a tweet up a few weeks ago, and it, it was a really good point that you pay so much money for the Paul Pogba. Uh, and then you pay so much money as a football fan to go and watch him play, to watch him track James Ward's prowess. You know, it, it, Paul Pogba's a Rolls Royce midfielder. You want to see him spreading balls across the pitch. You want to see him far forward, scoring close to 20 goals a season, creating goals, which he's done. Like, I watched Paul Pogba on the season in a 4 3 3 against Everton. He was fantastic. He ran the show. Yeah. Now he all, played like wing, didn't he? Yeah, all of a sudden now we're, we're playing uh, 4 Two, three, one. It doesn't suit him, and he is our best player. So should we not? Should Mourinho not quit being so stubborn and play a system that suits the best player? Yeah, I agree. But th- this is what I mean by I think this could just be a temporary thing. This is where I think like maybe Mourinho said, "Look, just get on with it till the end of the season, and then we can bring in a solid midfielder who'll be able to play in a two alongside Matic or." We'll be able to bring in two quality centre backs, or even one quality centre back, to play along by uh, to play alongside Bay, who Mourinho's going to have full faith in. Because at the end of the day, we're much weaker in our half of the field. Whereas up front, we've got Marshall, Lingard, Rashford, uh, Mata, Sanchez, uh, Lukaku. We've got five of probably the top twenty best attacking players in the division by a mile. Then you look at our defence and you'd say that back that back five, apart from De Gea, to say the, the defence of Matic, the only player who could probably walk into most teams in the league is Matic and maybe Valencia. Mm. Whereas our, back, our, our two centre-backs and left-back, well, apart from Bailly, but obviously he's not an option at the moment. So maybe he's just thinking, look, let's try and get you used to that defensive side and play and just look after, look after the defence with Matic and then in the summer, because Mourinho's not stupid, he knows full well that Pogba isn't good where he is at the moment. He's, his, best, his best position is in, in that front three. Is he throwing him under five. the bus though, Jonathan? Do you think that, he's, that he knows he's not good enough and that he's looking for maybe ways to shift the blame from him and he's throwing him under that bus? Because against Newcastle, Stevie Wonder could see that Paul Pogba was struggling with a knock or an injury from the warm-up and after the game, he said there was no problem with Pogba. He totally pushed that one under the carpet. But yet, journalists were able to say that Paul Pogba hobbled through the mix zone after the game. Yeah, but then you look at it. If Pogba's, if Pogba's come off just before uh, in the warm-up, just before the game, he's gone in the dressing room, and he said he's fine. Yeah. Who's Mourinho to say you're not fine? Yeah. If, if yeah. a player, if a player says I'm fine, and he's your best player, you, you've got to play him, and then. Obviously, he had a, he was poor. He was very poor against Newcastle, and Mourinho's obviously looked at it and he's taken him off. And he's probably, you know, half the stuff that managers say after the game is bullshit. Yeah. If, if he says, "Oh, he's got a bit of a niggle," <laughs> every single paper would be like, "Pogba out for the season." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas it's a lot easier to say, "Yeah, he's all right," because then they can speculate. Then they can say, "Oh, was Pogba carrying the injury, or was he playing that badly?" It's all mind games with Mourinho. And, I can't really blame him because I always say, look, if it wasn't for City having their best season and one of the best seasons ever by a club in this league, United 
would be up there. We'd be within points of City. We'd be in losing a game or winning a game. It'd be three, four points, or we'd be top. I think I seen some of the other day that uh, at the moment we're on for eighty-five points or something. Eighty-five points in a normal Premier League season wins you the league. Clearly, mm, yeah, absolutely. It's like, uh, are, are we really? Are we really in that much trouble? And obviously, it just seems to us that United are getting all the shit when Liverpool and Klopp's getting away with it. They're still—I know they're two or three points behind us. Klopp's getting away with it. Even Wenger's getting away with it probably more than Mourinho and he's having an absolute fucking nightmare. I think maybe people have, uh, have become to the stage that they, that's what they expect from Arsenal now though. You know, it's been season yeah. after season and they are yeah, on the other side. There's another thing that um, it's come from a really good report in, in The Independent and I'll put this in the link in the description um, for Miguel Delaney who's touched on this whole Pogba situation with, with Mourinho and stuff and he suggested that there was kind of um, whispers that Pogba was getting a little bit upset about Sanchez coming in, but he has said in his report that people United that was completely overplayed, and that's not the case. What when I, when I read that, I kind of was thinking that Pogba, someone that hashtag Pogba or Agent P, he was putting on his Instagram, and it's, it always seemed that he wanted to bring the best players to Man United, like Griezmann um, and so on. He even did it with Neymar and stuff like that. That has to be the biggest crock of shit um, around. Pogba is a player that, of course, wants to be the best players. And the, the arrival of Alexis Sanchez should, should excite the likes of Pogba. You know, he, he's, yeah. come, he's come to Man United. Paul Pogba was so close to winning a Champions League event. This it never quite happened for him. And surely he realised that by the best players coming and under one of the best managers of our generation, that you need the best players... To win the Champions League, you know that, yeah. that has to be completely utter bollocks. And it is said in the piece that that was totally overplayed. Like the likes of Alexander, there's no way, surely that that would disrupt Pogba and this talk of him getting so much wage and so on. It's not as if Pogba's getting peanuts. Yeah, exactly. But it all comes down to egos. Mm. It all comes down to obviously. I think Pogba. Well, Pogba is like you said, the biggest signing we've ever made, and everything around the signing. Uh, the Adidas thing with Stormzy and stuff, it was enormous. And then Sanchez has come in and it was a different type of hype. It was a prolonged hype in a way because I think there was rumours about Pogba before he come, but there wasn't anything like Sanchez where City, Sanchez was signing to say, oh no, he's signing for United now. Oh, is the deal going to get done? How's it going to work? All that sort of thing. So it dragged on for about three weeks in the end, two, three weeks. Whereas Pogba was bam. But all that with Sanchez, it it made United fans excited. And, yeah, football's a game of egos. And to be fair, that probably did down Pogba's ego a bit because he got a lot of love when he joined. But then it's like, it's like when you get a new puppy. It's like if, you, if, you, if you've got two dogs, if you've got a dog, and then <laughs> you buzz about the dog for a bit and the dog's loving it, gets all the attention, and you go and get another puppy, and then that dog starts sulking. And then this puppy's getting all the attention. Do, do you see what I mean, though? And, like, you, you can understand it because he's got an ego. They want, every player wants to be the biggest player at the club and he's seen Sanchez come in and probably part of him has gone great one of the best players in the league playing alongside him and then the other part of him has probably gone oh shit maybe maybe I'm not like the biggest player at the club anymore but is and this, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's right but that's how footballers are these days isn't this when a manager should come into play and put his arm around the player and say look you're still my number one a big sign it's only here to enhance your performance 
because I reckon that's something that Alex Ferguson would do. You know, like yeah, I I agree. I agree with you there that maybe he should do it. But then the day, the fucking grown men get on with it. If you really want to play for the club, you get on with it. If you really want to win trophies with the club, you get on with it. If you want to disrupt the club, then throw your dummy out. Be an idiot. Be be disruptive. But if you really, really, really want to be with the club and you want to be a successful with the club, you get on with it. You welcome Sanchez. You make an effort with Sanchez. You say, oh, you have a joke and banter. You make him feel settled. You try and get the best out of every single player at that club. Because I'll tell you what now, if Sanchez and Pogba play alongside each other and they're at the best, no fucking team in this country is stopping us. Not even arse one bit. No defence is stopping them to on form. That's absolutely fantastic. Simple as that. Just before we let you go, Johnny, you're absolutely brilliant. Um, a prediction in terms of conclusion, what's going to happen here? We've seen since Mourinho's come in, he's had a go at the likes of Rojo, who almost left in his first few months at the club. We've seen the thing with Luke Shaw. Um, Mourinho's proven that he's willing to give people um, a second chance and willing to have another go with players. This hasn't quite got to the stage where they're not talking or anything like that. It's just a bit of tension, which happens in football, happens in every job. What can the outcome will be between now and May? Uh, I, th- I think someone's just, I think like you said, I think someone's just going to end up having to put, put an arm out his shoulder and just say, look, right, this is the situation. And obviously the thing is, we're playing badly at the moment. If we were playing well, none of this would come about. We're gonna start. We're gonna pick up a few wins on the bounce before the end of the season. We're gonna have to go through a good spell because if we don't, we'll be fucked. But we will. So when we do that, all this will be forgotten about. Popper will have a couple of good games. It's inevitable. All this will be forgotten about. And whether it'll come down to maybe Popper playing in Mourinho, maybe giving in and saying, right, whatever, we're just gonna play you up like up top and get the best out of you now instead of get the best out of you next season and whether we'll find a way to help match out in the defence. You never know, but it's going to go either two ways. But I don't think this is going to escalate to a case of it's Mourinho or Pogba United. Who do you want to stay? I don't think they'll get to that because at the end of the day, money talks. And if United go out, we've just bought one of the best players in the league. We've got Lukaku up front. We've got Marshall. We've got Lingard. We've got Mata. One of them's going to have to go. Probably Mata will probably end up going. I presume, or, well, even though he's just signed a new contract. So one of them's going to have to go to make space for Pogba. But I just think it all comes down to, just like I said before, I think it's just Mourinho's confidence in the defence. Mm. Um, I, th- I think ultimately it'll come down to that in the end, but that, that's the thing for after me. But yeah, I think Pogba, I think it'll be alright. We'll, we'll pick up a few games and then the press will turn on to Conte and his, and his shit wig. Because I think that's much more interesting at the moment. If he's not gone, if he's not gone, but I hope I hope he's still there for the time Chelsea come to Old Trafford. Um, I guess that's the week after next, and that showdown, which I'm sure Sky Sports and and, and other media companies are going to big up as the big one between Mourinho and Conte and blah blah blah. But in truth, it's going to be quiet that though. Uh, I'm a bit disappointed. It's going to be quiet today. We had. Those Italian pranksters show up at Conte's um, press conference with the signed Man United shirt that Mourinho did with Antonio Conte on the back, and it, it, it's, fair, it's it's fair to say or Conte wasn't um, very happy about it, but he had a little giggle about it. So fair play. Um, yeah, you've got to laugh at those things, and you? you just even if you don't like Mourinho, you've just got to get on with it. 
Absolutely. Johnny, you're a pleasure. How can people follow you on Twitter? Uh, my at is Johnny Escott, J-O-N-N-Y-E-S-C-O-T-T. Uh, yeah, give, give us a follow. Lots of chance for exclusives. <laughs> Which most people don't, so I'll probably lose followers. Brilliant. Lovely stuff, Johnny. Thanks for coming on. That's all. Cheers, mate. Take right. care. Bye-bye. Still Giggs goes, he's through, he scored, Ryan Giggs, he's at the goal that's played for Manchester United. To the left, right footed, it's a clear header, and it's in the left, Stoker has won the European Cup for Manchester United. Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.